Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. How does God reveal himself to us? Well, we're looking at the Psalms, Colin, and seeing what he has to say about himself to us through those words. And today we come to Psalm 18. Wonderful, wonderful psalm. I, I, I hope that people are being encouraged to read through the whole psalms. There's, uh, there's no time for me to do that within these short programs. I just pick out some verses here and there that reveal to us more and more of God and how we can relate to him. But this is a wonderful psalm, Psalm 18. It begins, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. I mean, what three wonderful, wonderful verses. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just, just look at how many truths about God and, and about God relating to us personally there are in these, in these three verses. First of all, he is the Lord. He is the, the Lord. He is the boss. He is the ultimate authority. But he is my strength. Not just, you know, almighty and ever-living God or almighty and all-powerful God. You know, he is my strength. And, and he's my strength because he now lives in me by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is where we've got the advantage over the psalmist, as, I, as I've often said during these last few days, that, that um, you know, David didn't know God in the way that we are able to know God in the power of the Spirit. But he is my strength. He is my rock. You know, immovable, unshakable. And, and if my trust is in him, my trust is in the rock. You know, and I will not be shaken. This is the thing. You know, it seems that there are so many things that can happen in our lives that are, are sort of shattering and, and life-shaking. But if my trust is in him, he is my rock, I will not be shaken. He is my fortress. Oh, a fort, where, 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 what's a fortress? A fortress is one where you are secure from your enemies. You are totally secure in him. He is my deliverer. He's the one who saves me from the, the seemingly impossible situations. Uh, the Lord is my rock in whom I take refuge. You know, if instead of complaining and moaning and groaning about the difficulties and, and going and talking to one person after another so that we get them to feel sorry for us, if only we turn to the Lord, he becomes our refuge. He is my shield. We saw at the beginning of last week that he is a, a protection, a shield all around us. He is the horn of my salvation. That means he is the strength of my salvation. His salvation gives me strength. He is my, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. I mean, it, it's just so wonderful, isn't it? It doesn't matter what comes against you as your enemy, whether it's sickness, whether it, it's people that are, uh, are rejecting you or offending you or, or whatever the situation. The Lord is your strength. The Lord is your shield. The Lord is your salvation. The Lord is your stronghold. The Lord is your fortress. The Lord is your deliverer. Put your trust in him. 
And as you were saying yesterday, these aren't just words. This really works in practice. Absolutely. I mean, David knew this. I, you, you, I, how, how did David learn all this stuff? Well, he learned it from being a shepherd boy, just a young lad out there, miles away from anybody else, with a flock of sheep at night that could be attacked by lions, bears, wolves, all these predators that were around at that time. And yet he was totally secure. He was totally safe. So he learned it the hard way. He learned it. But you see, it stood him in good stead later. So he could stand against Goliath, the Philistine. He wasn't afraid. I mean, everybody else looked at Goliath and he was so big, they were all fearful. But you see, to David, he was so big that he was too big a target to miss. <laughs> he said, well, I can't miss him. I could get a lion, I could get a bear, I can certainly get a Goliath then. Uh, you see, it's having a mentality because his trust was in the Lord. His trust wasn't in himself, but he believed, well, the Lord won't let me miss. I got the bear, I got the lion, I'm going to get Goliath. It's a mentality. Now, you see, later on in his life, look how he was opposed and pursued by Saul. Look how many enemies came against him time and time again. So you see, the principles that he learned when he was a young boy looking after sheep became the principles that stood him in good stead in the rest of his life. And even when he was in seemingly impossible situations surrounded by his enemies, he knew, yet I will put my trust in the Lord. He is my fortress. He is my rock. He is my shield. He is my salvation. He is my stronghold. He really had proved God, hadn't he? It's a That's powerful it. testimony. That's it. And, and we all need to prove God, you know. And it isn't, you, you, will never, you will never build up a strong relationship with God just by praying to him when the going is tough. You build a relationship day by day by day, even when there aren't great needs. See, David built a relationship with God while he was a shepherd boy. Uh, out of that relationship, then he could know the Lord as his rock and stronghold and so on. But he built the relationship. He spent time. He praised God. He wrote, he wrote the Psalms, twiddled away on his harp and, and um, looked after the sheep. But, uh, I mean, all the time he was building relationship with the Lord. I, I think, that, you know, there's, there's something that a lot of people don't understand about prayer. Prayer is an activity of the spirit, not just of the soul. And you know you can have a prayer time with God in the morning when you feel a million miles away from God. It feels that there's, there's nothing happening. You're getting nowhere. It's difficult to concentrate. Your mind keeps wandering all over the place and you have to keep coming back to what you're doing. You begin to read the scriptures and your mind wanders onto other things and you have to keep coming back and you say, oh God, I'm sorry. Now, there's every temptation for you to get up and walk away and say, this is hopeless, I'm just no good, I'm just uh, nothing. But you know, you, you, you need to learn to persevere. And you can come to the end of your prayer time and you can think, that was a total waste of time. I just got absolutely nowhere. And then for the rest of the day, you have a wonderful day. And you know why? It's because you were doing the business in the spirit. Your mind might have been another place, but your mind is not your spirit. 
Your emotions might have been all over the place, but God was communicating to your spirit. And, and you spend the time with the Lord and you will be built up in the spirit. So you don't listen to your feelings. So you don't listen to your feelings. I mean, some days I have wonderful times with the Lord. Other times I feel, oh, boy, I got nowhere. But I know that's not true. The truth is I've built up, I've strengthened my relationship with God today because I spent time with him, because I just gave my spirit time to commune with his spirit, even though my soul might have been all over the place. It's a great truth there. Well, certainly in this Psalm 18, it's a psalm written by a man who'd been pursued by an enemy for a very long time. Yes, there's, there's a lot of good things. Um, we, we haven't got time to look at all of them, but if we, if we go to verse 19, he brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. I love this. Uh, you know, you need... You need to know that God is the God of a spacious place. Let me try to explain what I mean. So often you feel hemmed in by your problems, by the needs, especially if you're in ministry like I am, and there's so many people crying out for help and all the rest of it. And, and you feel, oh, goodness, Lord, I don't know how I can cope with all the pressures and with all the demands that are being made upon me. But as soon as you get away to be with the Lord, you are in a spacious place. I, it's very difficult for me to explain this, but I, I so often have that sense of being in a, 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 a place that knows no limits. And I once asked the Lord to describe what, what this really meant, and he said, well, you're in Christ, and there is no limitation in him. And, and I just have this sense, sometimes it's just fleeting just for a few moments, but I just have this sense I'm standing in a spacious place. It doesn't matter what man does to me. It doesn't matter the demands that are made upon me. It doesn't matter the rejection. It doesn't matter all the difficulties that may arise. I'm in a spacious place because I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. And, and none of these pressures can can overcome me if my trust is in the Lord. And so, you know, he brought me into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Uh, I, this, this, is, this is another one of these things that comes into the category of, Lord, how can, I, how can you delight in me? Yeah. You know, I was one of those who grew up with an oversized inferiority complex. So my immediate reaction to all these things is, Lord, how can that be true about me? Yet, you see, over the years, I've learned these things are true, that he delights in me. He really delights in me. But shall I tell you why? Not because I'm any great shakes, but because the scripture says that if I delight in him, he delights in me. And I do. I delight in the Lord. I rejoice in the Lord. I praise the Lord. So he rejoices over me with singing. Because I delight in him, he delights in me. Because I honor him, he honors me. And you see, this is where we we reap what we sow. The measure we give is the measure we get back. You give him honor, he'll give you honor. You delight in him, he'll delight in you. You trust him and he will answer you from his holy hill. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 